During the summertime when the weather gets hot, I can only imagine how much time you plan to spend outside with friends and family or on your couch with that AC blasting. AT&T 5G and home internet keeps you connected, whether you're at home or on the go, so you can stay connected to your loved ones and to your favorite things. Whether you're sharing pics from the best rooftops, video calling your friends from an outdoor concert, or streaming your favorite show, episode after episode after episode. So connect at home or on the move with AT&T 5G and home internet and create memories and more all summer long. AT&T 5G requires compatible plan and device. Coverage not available everywhere. Learn more at att.com slash 5G for you. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Welcome back to We Know's Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. I'm Beth Newell. We're still in the Airbnb. We're still in the Airbnb. How is, um, how's, what's your review of this Airbnb? This Airbnb is great for what we need it for, but I am slowly going insane at not ever being in my own home. Yeah, it was really great post-vacation. Oh, we have an empty house and nothing to do. But it's a sad place. We well, it's we haven't been in our own home in over two weeks now, just because of travel and bathroom renovation, and that makes me feel insane. Like every once an hour, I go to look for something that would be convenient to my life, life, uh, my work, my health, and hygiene, and my that spirit. thing is not there. And then <laughs> I just feel like I'm just being driven slowly mad, and also our children. We're not in school. Bryn wasn't back in school until today. So he's just been floating around, just ruining all activity. <laughs> just floating around. I mean, I'm so excited to get rid of them. But do you feel like they've grown up 10,000 years in the last few weeks? Yeah, they're like real kids. We say this every month on the podcast. We're like, oh my God, our kids are so huge. But now we but really, now once, really, now. really mean it. Um, yeah, they're just like kids. Like they had like a kid Christmas. We are, we probably already talked about this. But they like hung out with their cousins and played with them and were out of our way and entertaining each other. We ignored and, them like, for hours. We didn't have to worry about anyone like falling down a flight of stairs every second. We send them down the stairs and say, yeah. stay there playing the basement. Say, hey, go fall down the stairs. What do we care? Yeah, you'll be fine. Oh, your dad had a great quote over Christmas, by the way. So your 
parents, I guess kind of all boomer parents are notoriously blasé about safety. And <laughs> notoriously. Yeah. It's like a stereotype of boomers. Just any older generation is like, we live through it. You'll we, be fine. I, I worked say. in a factory. I, I fell down the factory. In stairs. that regard, I am um, much more a boomer than you are. Uh, you're much more of a boomer. In terms of safety? Well, anyway. It's it's like an attitude that I <laughs> it feel I feel like part of it genuinely comes from a time when people had like seven kids and they were like, Well, we're gonna lose one or two. Like <laughs> you know like anyway, the quote I was gonna say is <laughs> someone said something about like our nephew like falling down the stairs or something. I don't know. They were like he was going down the stairs alone and someone made some comment and your dad was like well, if you're going to fall down the stairs at any age, that's the age. <laughs> and it was like, I guess true, but it's just like very harsh. He's all, he's all, he's practically on the ground being that short. The fall is, you know. Yeah. And uh, my dad is 6'4". When he falls, it you know, he's got a lifetime yeah. between tripping and hitting the ground. If anyone's going to have a strong recovery. It's going to be I a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Two year old could fall down the stairs. Uh, anyway, the um, it was a good holiday, and our kid. We already talked about this, but our yeah, our kids are huge. So the big change for me is, I now say to them, "Go get your jammies on," or in the morning I go, "Get dressed." Right, and they do it. I did they this sort morning, of do, but they also sort of both like space. Maven really spaces out this morning. <laughs> We were early to dropping uh, to dropping Maven off at daycare in Brennan's yeah. school because I, I get out and I go, all right, what do you want for breakfast? What's cereal? And they picked and I go, get dressed and you can have it. And I went out and I poured two bowls of cereal and I put them on the table and then I was like, I need to take my own shower. And then I turned around and there they were in their clothes. It's incredible. I was like, what? This takes, I'm like, this is supposed to take 25 minutes of me wrestling you into the clothes. I do think that this week they're like kind of excited to be back in their routine. Like I think they genuinely have started to actually miss school. I loved going back to school after a break. They all have so much to talk about. That's how I feel like it must be so funny to hear what they say to each other. About when they're gone. Oh, I have so many things to explain to people. Well, like, it's like today when I, I'm just like so curious to hear how they say it out of context because today we we've talked to Bryn about the rule of threes in comedy because he like like in comedy <laughs> if something happens three times it's funny but sometimes Bryn pushes it and he just repeats something ten thousand times and we were like kind of trying to explain he's like always confused why he's not getting laughs and it's like, like well because you did gonna, that it's gonna laugh one second ago so then he got onto this thing about the rule of a hundreds and that's when things are not funny anymore no well so what he said i don't think you were there he goes he's told this joke over and over and we all stopped laughing and he noticed so he's like that's the rule of threes right daddy after three it's not funny anymore that's why you're not laughing and i was in my mind i'm like yes that's very intuitive yes he goes that's the rule in winnetka the rule of three, which is where we are, we're for vacation. And then he goes, but here where we live now, that's the rule of a hundred. Like, no, but this was secondary to an original conversation that I was trying to explain, oh. which is that he's he learned about the rule of threes and how things get less funny. So he, yeah, 
The rule of threes is actually a comedy rule. And the rule, and there are improv teachers, I think Billy Merritt used to say the rule of 27 was that it would stop being funny after three, and then when you got back around to 27, it would start getting funny again, which is pretty much the rule that Bryn has now come up with. <laughs> exactly. It's well, and it's that the, the rule of three is after two, everyone sees a pattern, and three confirms it. So at three, everyone's like, got it, I got it. And then four is like, no, 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 I already got it. So the story... But then 27 is the, well, you okay. can't just repeat it so over and over. The story I'm trying to get to <laughs> okay. is that the... Brian has this rule of 100s, and then he was trying to explain it to Nick in a video today that we were going to send to Nick. But then Nick, an adult man, my uh, comedy partner, who understands comedy rules. And so Brian starts telling the story and just like starts the story in the strangest place. And it's like the rule. The rule of 100s in our town is the blah, blah, blah. It's just like. Well, he said the rule of 100 in our town is that you can tell any joke a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't. Yeah. Anyway, so that's sort of what my point was. I'm picturing him back at school and he's like, <laughs> I played in a puppet theater and. I flew an airplane. Yeah, I flew in an airplane. Uh, I piloted an airplane. <laughs> Um, I taught the world about how ears work. Yeah, because he's been saying some really weird lies lately. He's been watching a lot of story bots. And yeah. so he learned how a lot of things work and only sort of gets it. And he loves to explain. And then he, he loves to change the story in the strangest way. Yeah, don't correct him. I'm teaching Maven days of the week this week. I realized that Maven does not know the days of the week, which Bryn knew <laughs> when he was very young. Because I would spend all day quizzing him on things. And I've been ignoring my daughter. So or like, she's oh. just interested in more interesting things like princesses, just unicorns, more babies. More practical knowledge. Yeah. Like like sparkles <laughs> and rainbows. She like so she got this necklace making kit for Christmas, which she loved. She loved all of her girly things and she got a doll from her cousin that was her favorite thing ever. And she, one of these necklaces was sitting out here and she was like, this one broke a little bit. And like, she's pointing at the beads and like noting, like she's just in that really girly mode where she'll like turn to you and be like, it's not perfect. Like <laughs> she just like wants everything to be like so beautiful. <laughs> she's very particular. Like her mother. Yeah. Which has led to a gorgeous bathroom. I keep going over there at night when the the workers are away and I peek at the progress. Yeah, you like to sneak peeks. I like to sneak peeks. <laughs> I'm a re- I li- no I just like to sneak peeks in bathrooms. What? I'm no creep. Um the sink, the vanity, the toilet are in. It's good except for this one thing that our contractor improvised without consulting me. The backsplash with the tiles. The- well there so there's like what they contractors refer to as shampoo boxes, which are these indents in the tiles in the shower where you can put your shampoo and stuff. And so the back of that, he decided on his own to do a totally different tile separate from the two tiles I picked out for the wall and floor. And he chose this very cheap, tacky looking 
tile to insert into the middle of all the subway tile, which is like it's like one of those sheets that's like it's like every kitchen cheap it's like, backsplash. Yeah, like fake colorful glass. And granted, it's all it's all like gray, so it's like it could be a lot worse. And, and it's it really, gonna be in the shower behind the shower curtain. Yeah, no one's gonna look in the shower and inspect my shampoo boxes. So I, at this point, I just want everyone to leave my bathroom and I want to move back into my home. So I'm not gonna argue about it. Yeah, but. I was just like, why, <laughs> why this? Yeah, but like, why like, not the other tile that we have a whole other box for, of? Well, why not just the white subway tile that is? That's what I mean. All the yeah. <laughs> or why not ask us? Yeah, I gotta say they've done a very fine job. I think he thought. I genuinely think he thought he was doing me a favor. Like, I think there's, he has a lot of customers who are probably like, yeah, not ooh, you. and they added in this fancy detail over here. Like that, I think that he was like, I'm going to add some visual interest. Yeah, I, he doesn't see, it, it is. He probably was like, this box of tile costs $5.99 a box versus $2.99 for the white subway tile. So I'm going <laughs> to treat her, you know, like. <laughs> well, it's an easier, th- it's a much easier thing to install. Because it's one sheet and it's like a flexible sheet. Right, right, right. Whereas right. you got to cut those subway tiles and put it in an awkward spot. Yeah. But anyway, it's dang, fun. girl, you designed the hell out of that bathroom oh, and it is thank cool. Oh, we can't put a, we'll have to have a picture. Not this week's episode. <laughs> we'll have to do a picture. We'll have to do a photo. I'll, I'll tell you what, the, my friend whose husband is an architect, I was asking her or I was talking to her about this and she recommended Kohler like sink fixtures and I'm really pleased with that aspect of this. Oh, well I could say they were really, the the shower head and the <laughs> Is shower, this interesting the fi- for the shower <laughs> fixtures are gold. Yeah. That was a curveball. I didn't see that coming. You didn't see the gold coming? I mean I saw none of it coming because I was not part of the process. Yeah. Which I'm not complaining. You, I trust you and you deliver. Anyway, it looks great. We can't wait to I can't wait to, to have a functional it. bathroom that doesn't leak into our downstairs neighbors and the toilet doesn't run all the time. And the door and closes. The windowsill isn't rotting away. And the door has a lock on it because we're bucket. fancy now. Also, the door is made out of solid wood. So you don't necessarily have to hear everyone's pee-pee sounds. Like, you don't have to hear everyone's pee-pee sounds? In our small apartment where the pee echoes throughout. Um, um, we just used to call it the pee-pee echo room. Anyway, we're moving up, moving on up. and Can we talk about the tantrum that happened tonight? Is it interesting? Well, the thing that was interesting about it. So Maven's been having some big tantrums and I'm just, she's hitting me. And so I have to hold her down gently, carefully. Um, I try to keep my cool, but sometimes I don't. And I'm just remembering, oh yeah, Bryn went through this that phase where he would go crazy and you'd have to really pin him down and because he wasn't being safe and he was stomping and all this. And I remember how hard it was. Yeah, she's not nearly as... <laughs> she's not as strong as he is. And I'm, But the, he was, it's the same age that he was doing this. But tonight we went through one of them and she didn't have quite the fight in her that she did for the last couple. In that it ended with her, she gave up. And that is brand new. And boy, is it satisfying. Yeah. I think we're past the worst of that. But she started screaming, yeah, we'll see. you're hurting me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not 
my impulse is go like i'm not hurting you right (laughs) you can't engage at all you can't engage in that because she's gonna scream it more and we are an airbnb and the woman who rents it i I think is in this building (laughs) she's got a little secret compartment somewhere not a compartment an up Apartment. It's not a secret. She told us she's in an attached apartment on, on the property. I think she might be directly below us. Yeah, she is. Anyway, she's, she's heard, heard my daughter screaming. Um, she's listening to this podcast right now. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> the free content. <laughs> <laughs> this Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Aiming University, because your mental health matters. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This next segment is called Would You Knows? It's where you guys, our listeners, or us, present parenting hypotheticals. Oh, yeah. We got a repeat writer in her <laughs> for Would You Knows? This is from Nicola, who wrote, do you remember the Would You Knows scenario about the the the, the guy from that like stole money or something from us and then years later run into him on a playground and he acts like he doesn't know you i got all those details wrong but it was a good one 
Anyway. <laughs> okay. Read this one. Hey, guys. Thank you for your troubleshooting with my previous would you knows question. It brought a smile to my face on a particularly tough day trying to juggle children, work, and life in general. Due to the feedback from the Graham slash Matthew scenario, which is the last one, I challenged myself to think of another descent. So here we go. It is the Christmas holidays, and you are currently experiencing the common confusion of it's Tuesday today, right? It's Wednesday? Are you sure? What happened to Tuesday? Along with the calendar amnesia, everyone's sleep schedule is also messed up. Brad and Maven have started staying up late, and therefore you two are also staying up late and sleeping in to compensate. Excuse me! Ugh. Peter! Sorry, I'm drinking a bubbly beer over here. <laughs> Peter, one night you wake up to hear Maven crying. At a glance of your phone, you predict you've only just fallen asleep. Groggily, you get out of bed to check on Maven. Once in the kids' room, you see Beth is already there trying to console Maven, but nothing is working. Maven is pushing to sit up and break out of Beth's arms, but can't get out of her hold and continues to cry out in frustration. Upon hearing you walk in, Beth looks up at you and says, This isn't Maven. This must be an alien. To you, Maven looks and sounds like herself, and you say so to Beth. She only shakes her head and repeats with some with stone-cold sincerity that the child she is holding is an alien. You need to call someone, she adds, this time with urgency. Take Bryn to our room. Get him out of here. I'll hold it until you get back. Peter, you are naturally confused as hell. You suspect that Beth is still half asleep, and maybe whatever she was dreaming is still running through her system. Maybe she was dreaming about people being addic- uh, abducted by shape-shifting creatures from outer space. But what if she's not? What if this isn't Maven? The possibility is extremely slim that your daughter has been replaced by a shape-shifting extraterrestrial, but it's still a possibility. The more you try to reason with Beth, the more she digs her heels in. She keeps a tight hold of your quote-unquote daughter who is trying to break free. What do you do? Thanks, Nicola. Wow, what do you do? (sighs) Don't believe it. I just go back to sleep. Ugh, this is so classic. <laughs> this is so classic. Don't believe it. Just go back to sleep and let my hallucinating wife wrestle my daughter. No, I would not go back to sleep because I would be in great fear that my wife has lost her mind and that she's going to uh, harm our child. So oh. I would apply reason. I would let you know, Beth, that, okay, okay, great. <clears throat> Well, let's take a second. Let's figure this out to calm you down, make you feel like this alien is not going to hurt us. And I'd say, let's talk to it. Um, and I'd try to get Maven out of your arms. This could really make or break our relationship. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I would show you that I was taking it seriously. Um, I mean, also, first I need to assess how crazed you are if we can calm you down it seems like we need a code word or something like where i can be like i'm not losing my mind right now this is an alien like beth (laughs) beth are you have you read this email because i didn't read the ps to this email (laughs) no you want to hear the ps tell me the ps ps once you have solved it in our household 
we have a code word that we use when one of us needs to take a step back from a situation because the other is getting frustrated, whether it's cleaning, fixing a broken drawer, or handling our daughter after only one hour of sleep and still in dream mode. It has come in handy at times, and I'm so grateful to have my husband to lean on. In the early days of being a mom, I used to dream of people hiding my daughter in pillowcases so I'd wake up tearing the bed she's trying to apart trying to find her. I can't believe <laughs> you said that. Because we're all in a simulation, Peter. Oh, my gosh. That was programmed different. Wow. That's crazy. Code word. We so we, But in their scenario, the code word is sort of like wake up. Like it snaps you back to reality. Well, it sounds like no, I didn't actually process that. I was just too shocked that you also said code word yeah i mean it is shocking in our household we have a cold Uh word that we use when one of us needs to take a step back from a situation because the other is getting frustrated yeah so when things are getting too intense and someone needs to be like reminded oh so would i say the code word to you to be like you need to take a break or do i say a code word the the person who's trying to calm the other person down says so i say like baba ganoush (laughs) I'd say flipper. Uh, <laughs> it means it's like giving each other a timeout that you've agreed upon. Well, I'm a, I'm a little confused. I uh, think timeouts are good. I agree. I that's something I have learned a little bit. Um, <laughs> being with you is that like I feel a lot of things. I'm gonna give myself a timeout. So that I am capable of remembering what I'm saying now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll say a whole lot of things I can't defend later. This Airbnb feels like we're in a timeout. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> that is completely true. <laughs> my, I feel like my whole life is, I'm on a, I'm gonna have a time. I'm yeah, it's alone just time. such a weird, yeah, anyway. I don't, I, we don't say timeout with our kids, do we? Do you say timeout? No. I say alone time. I think you need some alone time. It feels less of a punishment. Yeah. More meeting their needs. Sometimes you got to cool down. Can you believe you said we need a code word? I can. I've actually had so many insane synchronicities this week. Like you would not like I it's like. It's just like crazy. I was like sitting here trying to write something and I haven't, I've been so frustrated because like the kids keep interrupting me all week. And I was having sort of like a breakthrough realization of like just like forcing myself to like actually get something done. And as it was happening, this hawk and we're, we're, our Airbnb is on this golf course. And so this hawk flew down to the golf course and like caught an animal in its mouth, like right in front of me (laughs) as this was happening. And I was just like, what is happening? And like, I had, I've had so many moments in this Airbnb where I'll be thinking about something I want to do or buy or whatever. And And then a hawk just kills something. And then I'll literally look up and be like, there's, a painting of that thing on the wall right in front of me. Like I just have had so many, <laughs> so many weird things. Anyway, um, that reminds me of the still the most insane thing that's ever happened in my entire life. <laughs> so I was in high school. I was getting ready for breakfast uh, for school. I was eating breakfast, 
um, I was done and I remember putting on my shoes at the breakfast table. I was tying my shoes. I finished tying them and I looked up and in our backyard there was a big pond and across the pond it was a very big weeping willow, beautiful giant tree right on the edge of the water. And I look up and I, for, for no reason, decided to take a second to just actively think about this tree and appreciate it. My mind sort of going, really is an incredible tree. And just in that moment, the entire tree split in two and <laughs> fell into the pond. That's how they're reminding us that it's <laughs> it's it's all fake. It was it's not like it started cracking. It was loud, like a whole thing cracked and splashed and there were waves. It's not like I heard a noise and looked. I was looking at it. And then it just went I I can die now. We're in a game. I later read <laughs> that this is common for weeping willows especially close to the water. And this one was freakishly big. To fall when someone's staring at them, that's common. Yeah, that if they're very shy. So like, don't look at me. <laughs> um, so I don't know what I learned from that. There's a PPS in this email. About half of the Graham slash Matthew scenario is based on true events. Wow. I figured her. I mean, it felt it felt like you, all of it was true. Her would you know style is like a mix of fact and fiction, where you, the the lines are always blurred. It's like a really good movie adaptation of real events, where it's not that real. Yeah, you but should real get enough. into writing. Uh, she is. She she's doing a great job. I gotta say, and it's you got characters. The the really indicate how. Uh, how to read the lines is clear. I feel like she could write a really great thriller in the same way that about like, us, <laughs> like in the way that Jordan Peele's films get it, like the visceral feeling of experiencing racism. I feel like she could do that for like the visceral, like sort of rage and overwhelm of being a mom. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like she's like, you wake up and there's an alien. Like I just want her to write. We knows pod <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> You want it to be about you. Yeah, yeah, that's why I love it. Um, although you got to learn how to spell Bryn. Too many ends. There's only one end. I mean, this is not to you. This is a note for everybody. You don't need to scold them. I'm not scolding. I love you. I take it back. But everybody, we got to go over this again because almost <laughs> nobody gets them right. Bryn, B R Y N. Maven, M A E. Just don't give us a, don't e don't give us an excuse to talk about our kids' names again because you don't want to hear it. Just try to spell them correctly. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear us talk about name spelling. Oh, let's talk about spelling. Uh, One of my favorite <laughs> books I ever read was just about the history of the English language, the, the just the phonetics. You know, I have to bring her up almost every episode. Elizabeth Warren this week said that her favorite book, she was asked by a child what her favorite book is, and she said The Little Engine That Could. She's the only person who could answer that in the way that she answered it, and I would be like, I believe what this politician is saying. I believe she actually feels this way. <laughs> I believe. I believe she, I believe I believe she like, she named her dog Bailey after George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. And 
Well, and- hello, you old building and loan. Someone asked her recently in an interview, they tried to argue that like George Bailey's philosophy was actually predatory toward like he was a predatory lender and she like flipped out uh, and defended it. I was like, this is a woman who really loves that movie and really loves a little engine I could. Anyway. Well, for whatever differences Elizabeth Warren and I have, we are on the same page about defending George Bailey. Who called him a predatory (laughs) lender? (laughs) Come on. He sacrificed profits left and right to help the little guy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was an excellent um, we knows. Would you knows? I was going to say, what the hell is this called? Would Our you knows? Our podcast is called We Knows Parenting. This is an excellent we knows. <laughs> this has been parenting. an excellent I just episode. Say, the episode's not over, but the reviews are in. In this episode, we're killing it. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Knows. It's where we take questions and comments from you guys. All right. This email comes to us from Matthew, our friend. All right. He writes, a parenting win on par with a Stanley Cup. 
It's a bold subject line. Hi, Beth and Peter. I wanted to. Can we do a quick fun fact we've probably talked about before, which is that we used to live in a block where there's a big mural of sports figures (laughs) and of New York sports heroes, (laughs) and it was painted by children, and it was not the the best mural. It was not painted by children. It definitely was. It was painted by like teenagers. Anyway, I don't think so. It had clearly been there for years, and it was a little wonky. And they, there was a, what was it, Wayne Gretzky in the center? No, it was Mark Messier. Mark Messier holding up a Stanley Cup trophy that was just, the way it was, had been painted was just kind of crooked. It was and not, not, it was a very floppy Stanley Cup. But instead of walking past it like a normal person and thinking, well, a teenager probably made this mural and they did their best and it's cute. I didn't think Every that. time you walked by, you got so angry. I got angry? I thought it was funny. <laughs> you had to point it out every time how crooked it was and it, it got under your skin and you couldn't not... In my point. town, it's the rule of a thousand. It You couldn't not say it every single time I walked past. So I told my sister... That you did that, and then we were driving past in the car with my family we one time. Mm, I think we well, were in the car. Well, I might have mixed memories. Anyway, my <laughs> we're going past with my sister, and she turns to us and goes, "Wow, that Stanley Cup is really crooked." And you burst out so excited that someone shared your animosity towards this mural. Animosity's and, not the right word. Okay, well. Your fixation. <laughs> That's fair. Your fixation was validated and you felt on top of the world. And I was like, I know, right? And then and you both looked at each other and laughed. And I was like, oh, I just got newled. Okay. Anyway, continue reading the email. It was really embarrassing. I thought I could trust your sister. And that was a moment I realized, mm, not 100%. No, we're bonded by blood. <laughs> Sarcastic blood. All right, parenting win on par with the Stanley Cup. Hi, Beth and Peter. Wanted to share with you a recent parenting win that I feel Peter in particular will get a kick out of. Our almost four-year-old son, as most kids, sometimes gets a bit overexcited and has difficulty calming down. The holiday season, with an abundance of candy and baked goods available, only serves to exacerbate this. It's usually something as innocent as running through the house or screaming, and by giving him attention and maybe some activity to focus on, he can get himself calm and centered. Sometimes, however, he just can't and needs to get the energy out. This is when the innocent playing can quickly shift to the naughty side of throwing things, jumping on or off furniture, or getting in the face of the family dog. Basically, all types of things that can result in injury, so it needs to be addressed. At the same time, Matthew is developing an appreciation for hockey, definitely as a result of projection from daddy. Good work, dad. This fall, he experienced his first hockey game, his first time ice skating, and for Christmas received an indoor hockey set. So while he is learning about the game, I tried to incorporate some of these rules into everyday life, namely the penalty and the penalty box. I know what you're thinking. It's just timeout by another name, except it's not. Timeout has worked <laughs> Timeout hasn't worked for Matthew in the past because it doesn't lend itself to communication about what, how, and why something is not acceptable. It has always felt more like solitary solitary confinement where there is no talking or moving. Just wait for the end and then maybe we can talk about what happened several minutes ago. If you pay attention 
uh, when an NHL player receives a penalty, the ref usually escorts them to the box, explaining their penalty, and then they can still communicate with the bench and the official in the box during their penalty time. The only rule is that they have to stay in the box for the penalty time. So he tried making a quote-unquote penalty box by designating a chair in the living room not separate from anyone, and use standing a standard time, two minutes for minor penalties, five minutes for fighting. When Matthew crosses the line from playing to naughty, playing to naughty, we make a horn sound and call out, <laughs> penalty, and then calmly explain what happened and ask him if that's allowed or not. We use our smart speaker as the timer so we can quickly and calmly ask Alexa for a two-minute timer. Get Matthew into the penalty box and then continue to communicate about the difference between playful and destructive or dangerous until Alexa lets us know that the penalty time is over. There's no clock watching, no shunning. Proud to say that Matthew has taken to it very well and it has become a great tool for the whole family because just like on the ice, any player can get sent to the box, even mommy, daddy, or puppy. Like most parenting tools, success hinges on our ability to not show anger when using, but so far it has been a great way to address behavior without the focus being on the punishment. We haven't needed to give five for fighting yet, but Matthew's cousin of the same age is coming soon, and it's like a Flyers-Penguins game every time they get together. Beth, you know what that means, right? (laughs) You didn't say that, I said that. I would also Um... like to thank Beth for recently identifying a book I've been searching for a few times. The Girl Who Owned a City was a book we read in middle school, and while most of the plot has stuck with me, I could not remember the title. Thanks to her awesome memory and the OverDrive app, I downloaded the audiobook from the library and listened to it again. A great premise and book. Eagerly awaiting There's No Manual, Beth's book coming out in February, as a pr- birthday present for my wife who is pregnant with baby number two. Woo! Last thing on the list. I've been meaning to give you a recommendation of a great bourbon that's relatively new. Okay. Mm. If you can find it, it's called Rough Rider. And it's distilled on... Now you're talking. (laughs) And it's distilled on Long Island, as well as some great vodka. The distillery is also great with a tasting room and deck that overlooks the farm. It's in the same general area as most Long Island wineries and farms. So it makes for a great stop before or after pumpkin picking in the fall. As always, thanks for this awesome podcast and happy new year from MJ and family, Matt. Wow. There's so much to talk about in this uh, email. I don't even know where to start. Um, the penalty. I am so I tempted to talk about the bourbon first and foremost. Just, <laughs> well, then talk about the bourbon just first. I, li- I really have developed a deep affection for bourbon over other like whiskey. Oh, really? Like especially scotch like a bourbon anyway this is, not, is this interesting yeah um yeah it is babe i yeah should i start calling you babe <laughs> babe talk about what you want babe. <laughs> babe i just want like a smooth bourbon um Go for it, babe. it felt very weird for you to even joke call me babe um <laughs> i think weirder than me doing it to you <laughs> you were like this is not my wife. This is an alien. <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll get to the real. The You think I anyone the, out there has a wife alien fantasy? Fetish? Not a fetish. A, a Peter, fantasy. People have all fetishes of, about like slapping baloney on their feet. I'm sure they have well, that that's fetish. understandable. But what about aliens? 
I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Um, no, let's keep talking about fetish. <laughs> you're not my wife. You're an alien. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Come here, alien. <laughs> I'm sorry that got so... That got, that, got, that got more sexual than I would have liked it to. I'm sorry. But that was the bit. You can take any weird interests and like you get you get someone to influence other people to become into it and the, the... and then they just <laughs> will create finer and finer versions of it until you'd be like why is everyone eating this <laughs> weird <laughs> smoky pickle peat bug um peat bug <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone eating this weird smoky peat bog? <laughs> I don't get it. It really just seems like uh, anyway wait, a smoke. Wait, wait, wait! A smoky peat bog. <laughs> what? Like, not, have you not, noticed not, that all of our friends are dressing up like aliens and going to these alien orgies, eating this peat bog? I, I'm just um, getting into the peat bog. <laughs> I like the aliens, and I can't get into the peat bog. Anyway, <laughs> um. Should we get to the actual... Um, yeah, penalty box. Penalty box. I Okay, obviously, this seems like it's going great for him. And our children, I don't think, would understand or appreciate it at all. I disagree. I think... <laughs> you I, disagree. I, if we committed to this singular if, idea... No, if they were experiencing hockey outside the home on a regular basis and cared about it in the world at large... I think it makes sense. Like, I think the peer pressure aspect of people being of like our kids seeing other kids adhere by other rules, that is magical. Like, remember when we were brought, bringing them to daycare for the first time, and we were like, um, "Our children are animals, and they don't nap at times, and you can't make them do things." And then they were like, "Oh no, they'll just do what the other children are doing." And we were like, "Really?" And then like a day in, they were like, "Yeah, your kids just napped with the other kids." Uh, I wasn't worried. Well, I was. I was like, they don't. I mean, eat food when we tell them to eat. I didn't food. think they would. I didn't think they'd get on board so quickly. That's for sure. Yeah, but, but they, I, I don't think they'd have to. You don't have to explain hockey at all. If you were just like, okay, that's two minutes. You're going in the penalty box. You sit in a chair. But and when say, you in can the, get up in the midst of a tantrum and you're explaining this no, no, no. timeout game no, they're no. not going to be like yes cool love no, it it would have to be a minor offense you know tripping high sticking cross checking uh you know not yeah we get it you're a sports hunk who knows all the hockey terms boarding <laughs> boarding uh, um yeah boarding is when you check somebody not on the boards um but like a few feet away so that they fall and like their face hits the boards. That's dangerous. Back, you know, checking from behind. Is that what it's called? I was gonna, no, back checking is when you skate back. Boy, it's been a while. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a phenomenal idea. The, the core elements of it that work really well is just clear, consistent, non uh, unemotional consequence consequences where a kid can connect a to b you just did this thing now you have to go here and you know the explaining why something is bad it you know matt hit it right in the head when it's that like you you send them to the room whatever you have an argument and then later you try to talk about it that that doesn't work they don't 
remember. They don't even connect it back to how this happened. But in the moment something happens and you go, oh, two minutes for tripping or whatever it is, it's A to B. And they can actually connect to the, the thing they did and learn from it. That's what I think. I just I don't remember him talking about that in his email about. <laughs> Sorry. About what? About um, not talking to them after they've done something. Well, like he that. said in there that you know, hoping that after a big fight or whatever, you can have a conversation about why this all happened. I I find that with my. Kids, if there's a big blow up and they go to the room and then you, afterwards they calm down, and you sit down and you're like, now, do you know why this happened? That's a pointless conversation because they don't remember. And that actually rewards them because at the end you're like, now we're going to have a heartfelt connection. I, and you're I do feel think sometimes, though, it's good to be like, hey, were you having some big feelings back there? Yeah. And then let them be like, yeah, I felt bad. Yeah, that's fine. But it's uh, like, do you know why, how, why this happened? Uh, it's weirdly a reward. You're reinforcing the negative behavior by giving it a happy cap at the end. What's your What's your best Beth sports parenting analogy that you go That's your go to. Um, you know, in the paint. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't use sports analogy. What are you? <laughs> I mean, I know you don't. That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the hoop. You know, in the paint. Uh, <laughs> you know, when your kids are emotionally needy, you got to meet them in the paint. Um, Basketball. That's. I literally, did, until you were talking about that, I didn't put it together that the band Five for Fighting was named after a sports rule. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what? I didn't connect that that's what that is either till right now yeah not that i've thought about the band five for fighting <laughs> my favorite band uh what is five for fighting saying i don't remember it just oh that's jimmy eat world i was about to sing it, five for fighting i could be it, the name of a song and not a band i, at this I point, assumed I don't five for fighting anything. it's one of those things where i never actively thought about it like i'm sure you didn't either but i assumed five for fighting was we're five guys and we are for fighting. <laughs> like table for five, five for fighting. But no, should we look up five for fighting? Are you looking it up right now? Oh, five for fighting is a singer songwriter, like a one person who has a stage name. It's what? A, it's one guy. Who, what is, what's this big song? Um, Superman. It's not easy. Oh, is that that? Like, I, I, I could be your Superman. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. And I guess five for fighting. That guy loves hockey. Well, yeah, his name's Vladimir. I'm going to guess. That's it. Is he from? Where's he from? But this is the first time I think ever we, we've <laughs> just forced you all to listen he to us born, Google something. He was born in Los Angeles. Of course he was. So, big hockey fan. Uh, I despise. <laughs> big fan of the big Los Angeles hockey team. I'm not going to end that sentence. I'll let you all wonder what I despise. Is it Los Angeles? Is it hockey? Is it five for fighting? What? I don't know. I've lost my mind. 
Don't leave us hanging. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> well, friends, this has been the last episode of We Knows Parenting in our Airbnb. We'll be back next week at our home. Um, wish us luck in our transition back to reality. Yeah. If you want to send us an email, send us a would you know scenario, advice, question, you can write to us at uh, we knows pod at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 347-384-7396. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at we knows pod. And rate, review, subscribe. Do all those things and have a great night. Bye. Bye. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 